We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to Life in Progress. I'm Carly. I'm Alana. I love doing these podcast episodes. They're so fun. They really are therapy. And you know what I was just thinking about? Unrelated to therapy. (laughs) I'm so grateful that our friendship worked out in a way where you're side and my side are opposites yeah i was thinking about that when we came in here and sat down like i don't know what i would do if If you had to sit on this side i don't i wouldn't be okay that's interesting we realized this during our photo shoot that we both hated yeah (laughs) like i and and like my mom gets frustrated with me when i say like i have to be on my side and i understand that because like both sides of me are beautiful and whatever but like i I feel so much more confident on this side. Interesting. I don't know even, like, if I have a huge difference. I would never see it in you, and you probably wouldn't see it in me. No, I would never see it in you. But this is the side that I have to be on. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy that I can accommodate your needs. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. It means more to me than you know. You think there are friendships out there where the same people have the same side, and they just can never take a picture together? Like half of my friends, yeah. Oh, mm. And we'll do what we'll do is we'll take a picture and then we'll switch sides. We'll take a picture so that we each have one that we're happy with. Yeah, but then okay, I guess I guess that works. Yeah, That's nice. <laughs> it's it sucks. At so least you're aware. That, but yeah, yeah. All right. So, well, what's in progress? What's in progress for me is finalizing invitations and wedding guest list, which has been a long time coming because we know my wedding guest list situation has kept me up for months and months and months. Yes. And invitations was just a whole process too. I'm really happy with how the invitations came out and I'm starting to be at peace with the guest list situation. Mm. And Are you? I- I'm starting to. Okay. It's yeah. a good start. Yeah. Um, it, I-, I just like – I can't care as much as I do. Yeah. And I have people – the people I love will be there and – there are so many other people that I also love and wish I could have there, but I can't invite everyone, and I hope that they understand that. Speaking of weddings, I was definitely bummed when you officially announced that you weren't having bridesmaids. I know. I'm sorry. But you know if I were to have them, you would have been one. I know, but I'm just sad. I know. Me too. Because I actually don't think – most of my close friends now are either married or, like, not having, like, a big wedding. And I actually don't think, besides my sister, that I would be a bridesmaid. That's okay. Like, that's – here's the reality is, like, that's most people. Yeah. And that's okay. No, but I wanted to be yours. I know. And, like, you are in spirit and, like, you'll be <laughs> at – my rehearsal dinner and like what I think what I'm gonna do is maybe have a few friends come early for pictures yeah and yeah I think I'm also bummed about like not getting ready with you no I know I am too I'm also bummed about that because like I just want to be there I also I want you there (laughs) so I'm sad about that so am I Okay, okay well, I thought I was at peace with this decision also but I guess I'm not <laughs> well if listen if if last minute you're like hey 
can you come bring me something that I need? You won't be hurting anyone else's feelings. And I'll be like, yeah, I have this that you need. Oh, do you mind if I just stay and get ready with you? <laughs> Copy that. <laughs> but it's fine. I don't have to. No, I and I knew. It's fine. We're just going to miss out on some. So, so I knew, I knew you were going to be disappointed. <laughs> and I'm just like, I wanted bridesmaids. I won't you know? make this harder for you. It's okay. You have. The damage is done. <laughs> But you're still going to be involved in my wedding in so many special ways. Okay. And you'll be there. And you'll be there from the day before. Well, it's just like you're also not having a bachelorette. So, like, I don't get to do anything. I mean, you can do something. Okay, fine. Fine. You can I'll throw you a bachelorette party. No, not that. Well, just with me and you. you. Said you're flying up for my bridal shower. You don't need to do that. It's like you are. So I appreciate that so much. No, and I'm forcing like... you to stay with me because I want that. Okay. And so I feel celebrated by you and I feel special from you. So okay. thank you. I'm sorry for making this harder for you. I just it's had okay. to I, I just had to let you know that that's how I felt because we communicate. Yeah, we do. We are so Healthy good at relationship. <laughs> communicating. Yeah. I'll resent you for the rest of our life, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway. God. Speaking of marriages, well, I guess I didn't do my in progress. What's your in progress? Getting over me not having yeah. bridesmaids. You know what? I'm going to go with that. My in progress is getting over Alana, not having bridesmaids. Well, you also love to say that we're in each other's weddings. And, like, I feel like I let you down by not allowing yeah. that to be true. But, like, it is true. You know? No, like, no, it's not. But it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Give me the facts. Literally, show me the facts. <laughs> Once you do that, I'll believe it. You're <laughs> Okay. Thank you. You know who you are to me. <laughs> yes. Fine. You're right. You're right. I rest can my we, case. Can we still make that TikTok of like passing the bouquet and like Yeah, it's like, oh my god, like you met last year and now we're both uh, in each other's weddings. Yeah. yeah. We can say that. We can say we it. We can still say it that. It doesn't feel like a lie. It doesn't feel like a lie to me because you are so special and a, such a huge part of my life that like you're there okay. in such a meaningful way to me, right. even if like you're not a bridesmaid. Okay. How does Jake feel about the final decision? I think he was also bummed. Like I know he really wanted groomsmen. I yeah. think he would rather me stop stressing about it. Yeah. And like not be kept up at night and not continue to like debate it. And he's like he's having a bachelor party. He's excited about it. They're yeah. going to Outer Banks. How fun is that? That is really so fun. different. I didn't know he was doing that. Yeah. So, so I think he's excited and we ended up coming up with this idea to do a celebration where we were going to we're inviting all of the people who would have been in our wedding party to a bar one night and we're just going to like do an open bar tab and treat everyone and like just have a really fun night with all of the people who would have been in our wedding party. Okay, well that sounds really fun. Yeah, unfortunately you won't be there. But <laughs> but like we we felt at peace with like okay, that sounds really fun because we also didn't have an engagement party. And in hindsight, we regretted that. Yeah. We never got to, like, celebrate with just our friends in, like, a fun, silly way. Mm -hmm. So we're excited for this. And it'll just be, like, playing drinking games and, like, Maybe I'll music. Come. And I'll try. It's, like, a month before your wedding. Don't come. Are you solidified? March. A month before your wedding. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll still come. <laughs> we can record. We can record. Maybe I'll still come. That could be, like, really interesting. Like, your wedding's in a month. Like, what are we doing, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll come. Okay. You let me know the date. You're invited because you're in my wedding party. Thank you. I will. <laughs> I, I will. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Speaking okay. of weddings yeah. and different friendships and all of this, I think this has come up in the past in episodes and this has come up in so many conversations with you guys, our listeners and our followers, and also just, I feel like friends just 
this year and over the years, I feel like so many of us are in so many different life stages right now. Mm-hmm. And you and I are actually in the same exact life stage. Which is kind of crazy. So unique. And so we're so lucky. And I wonder if it is why we, we do work so well yeah. right now in, in our personal and career is because we are going through this stage together. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why we've drifted from other people who may be having babies or ha- maybe single. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to talk about because I think we all like graduate college and start out in whatever city with whatever entry level job, going to all the same bars and restaurants and stuff. And over time, we all end up on different playing fields and doing different things. And maybe someone gets a really big promotion or someone is working 80 hours a week and you're working 40 hours a week or somebody moves or, you know, one of your best friends gets into a serious relationship in their early 20s and ends up marrying that person while you're still very single. And all of a sudden, we're all in such different places with different priorities. And I think it's really important to talk about because, A, I never want anyone, like any of my friends who are sudden, like now moms or still single to feel like they can't, A, talk to me about what they're going through because it's different than what I'm going through, Mm -hmm. or B, feel like they're either so far ahead or so far behind or any of that, because that's not how I'm looking at it. Yeah, and it's so true because when we're in college, we don't have to talk about that because we really are all dealing with the same things. But now, all of a sudden, as everyone grows and does new things and changes and whatever it is, you're in these different stages – Now it's like, okay, well, how do I still relate to X friend who's in a completely different stage than me? And how do I talk about things without, you know, upsetting someone or feeling uncomfortable about it or feeling like they don't understand? Yeah. And I also think another added level of it is closeness with, you know, let's say a friend gets into a relationship and ends up marrying somebody that you just never get the time to get to know. Mm -hmm. Like I do have friends who are so near and dear to my heart who – I'm just not close with their husbands. Yeah. And I think that doesn't make me love them any less, but I think we spend less time together now because we're not going on double dates and the boys aren't friends yeah. and stuff. And there's no specific reason. It's not like I don't like them or anything. We just we just never got to get to know each other that well and form our own friendship. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that also changes the dynamic of the previous existing friendship. Yeah. It does. It does. It's really just accepting that there's so many phases of life and we're all going to go through them, but they may all be at different times. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do we still keep those friendships that are at a completely different phase than you? Yeah. And how do we, this is something I dealt with a lot in especially my mid-20s, how do we not grow resentful of our friends who are getting things that we want when we're not. Mm -hmm. And whether that's a certain job or a job promotion or the opportunity to go somewhere or do something. Or for me, I know I was always really jealous of my friends who were in relationships when I was single because they had the thing that I so badly wanted and was trying so hard to find and Mm -hmm. I couldn't. And so it made me feel jealous But then I also grew resentful when I would talk to them and they would talk about their boyfriends all the time. Mm -hmm. And I learned that all I needed to really do was communicate like, hey, I'd love to spend time not talking about your boyfriend or like if – Because it makes me feel like this. Yeah, exactly. Or 
I feel like whenever I'm with you, like they're always there. And I love that you guys spend so much time together and I love hanging out with them. But I also just miss our one-on-one time and our girls' nights. And those conversations, for some reason, they feel so impossible to have. Yeah. But our friend on the other side, like if any of my friends, single or not, if any of my friends were upset about how much I talk about Jake and my relationship, I would wish nothing more than for them to tell me because I would have no idea. Yeah, but it but it could also be hard to hear because that is your stage of life mm-hmm. and that is what you want to talk about. So it's like a balancing act of how do I not offend someone yeah. but also share my feelings on the subject. Yeah, and I think exactly what you said, like you stopped me and said like, I feel. Like mm-hmm. I think sharing and leading with how you feel because your friend never wants you to be upset by their actions or their mm-hmm. words, especially when something's completely unintentional. But I think expressing like, hey, I've been feeling this way. Yeah. And I wanted to let you know because I love you and cherish our friendship. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to keep anything from you. Yeah. I also think because we're all going through different stages of life, it's hard to know what you can and can't say for certain things. Yeah. For example, like I have a friend that's, doing IVF and going through that whole process and I know nothing about it. Yeah. And I don't know what is the right thing to ask and I want her to know like, hey, I'm, I'm here for you and I want you to know I'm interested and and I want everything to work. I just, I don't know the right things to say and I don't want to come off insensitive. Yeah. I don't want to ask something where that puts her in an uncomfortable position because, for example, like I know when people are trying to have babies and going through IVF and, and dealing with that. Like, no one understands it the way they do. But I also want them to know, like, I, I'm here for you. I just don't know how to – I don't know what the, the questions to ask. Yeah. And I, I wish people were more open. And same with me. Like, I wish I can be like, hey – and I should say, hey, I, I'm here for you. I'm here to listen to anything you want to talk about with what you're going through. Like, let me know what is – what you want to talk about. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing you can say as a friend. I And I basically said that to Kerwin. Like I had this past year, my first, one of my best friends was pregnant and like having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I've never experienced anyone close to me going through that before. And I think I said to her at one point, like, I want to, I, I don't want to like ask you about it too much, but I also don't want you to, to ask you about it not enough. And I want to always know that how you're feeling and how I can help, but I don't want to be annoying. I just like have no idea what the right questions to ask are, what I shouldn't ask. Mm-hmm. Like, help, tell me, yeah. to guide me. Yeah, it all comes back to communicating. Mm-hmm. It really all comes back to communicating. If you have someone that's in a totally different life stage than you, I keep switching off between stage and phase. It's just both. Ask like, hey, like, is this something you want to talk about? Yeah. Or is this how can I sh- how can I show up for you? Yeah, I think it's really important, especially if you know going back to like if like I have certain single friends and like I don't first of all I don't ever want them to think that I think of them as like my single friend because mm-hmm. I think of them as my friend. Yeah, and if I could find somebody for them, I would love to. But I feel like I hear all the time from single people when they feel like all their friends are in relationships, they feel like oh, I have nobody to go out with. Like, I have nobody to go meet people with. And I would love to go out to a bar with my friends who are single and have a girls' night or help them meet people. I would love that. But I need them to tell me that they want to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to force them into doing that if they don't want to. I don't want to be, like, pushy and be like, oh, we need to find you someone. 
But if that's something that they want and they feel like, oh, well, all my friends are in relationships. Like, I wish I could go out with Alana or any one of them, but I can't because they wouldn't want to do that. I would want to do that, especially okay. if it's something that you want. So as someone who is engaged, who has single friends, what do you want from them? Yeah. What do you want of your single friends? Is it just telling you, like, hey, I want to go out to a bar? Yeah, tell me what – like, we can't – we can't read each other's minds. I think we all, whether single, in a relationship, engaged, married, parent, I think we all want to show up for ourselves and show up for our friends. Like, that's all we want, mm-hmm. you know? We don't always know how to do that unless someone tells us what they want. Right. That's and true. so it, it's equally on you mm-hmm. to communicate what you need. Yeah. In relationships and friendships and everything. Yeah. I agree. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Something I hear so much when it comes to being in different stages of their life is people just saying, why? Why don't I have this? Why aren't I in a relationship? Why aren't I having a kid? Why don't I have that job? Answer that question, why? And what is in your control about that? And instead of focusing so much on why you don't have X, Y, Z, focus on, well, what can I take control of in that situation to help me get there? Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like there were so many times in the last few years for me where I wanted something and had I asked myself why, I probably would have realized like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, because that's actually as much as I want that, it's not my priority. Or I have to do this first before doing that. Yeah. When you ask yourself why, it doesn't have to be this complex answer. It just has to be, well, it's just not my time. Mm -hmm. But answer it. Yeah. Tell yourself, okay, maybe it's just not time for me to be in a serious relationship. And then that takes the pressure off of you. When you answer that question of why don't I have this, it takes that pressure off of trying so hard to find it that it will naturally come. Also, what's the rush? Like seriously. Yeah. What is the rush? What is it? Because for the most part, yeah, there's societal pressures and biological clock and stuff, but we have so much time. Yeah. So much time. Mm -hmm. And – in that time that maybe you're not finding a relationship, well, maybe you're crushing it in your career. Think about people in your life you know who they're older than you and they don't even want that thing yet because they're focusing on something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're traveling and having the time of their life. Maybe they are getting one promotion and the next promotion and figuring out what they want to do and prioritizing their career before starting a family. Like There are some people who are miles ahead in terms of age or whatever and they haven't even started thinking about this thing yet Mm -hmm. and they're not pressed for time so why are you right i feel like it's again you said it's a societal thing that we just feel like we have to do xyz by a certain date which is why we put so much pressure on ourselves to try to get there instead of do you really want to be there and if you're not 
there, but you do want it, what are you doing about it? And again, what's in your control? Mm-hmm. And if you don't get there right now, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Probably nothing. Let's talk about that for a second. Because this is an exercise that I do with my clients when someone is feeling a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. Let's talk about it. What is the when you're when you're in this situation of feeling like let's just take dating for example. I don't have a boyfriend right now. Okay. And you're so stressed about it and you want one so badly. Well, if you don't have one right now, start with number 1. What's the worst thing? I'll continue to feel alone. Okay. What if I don't ever get one? Okay. Let's start with that. What if I don't ever get a boyfriend? Okay. Let's go to number two. How likely is that to happen in your entire life? How likely? Well, it hasn't happened yet and I keep trying and I feel like I'm doing everything I can and it's not happening and it's happening for everyone else. So clearly it just might never happen. Okay. Num- I love this. This is like this is like. I mean, th- these were the th- exact thoughts I had for yeah, years yeah, yeah. and years and years. So this is easy for me. <laughs> okay, great. Number three. I love you being a therapist. It's I know so it's so fun, right? <laughs> Number three. If this happens, if you never get a boyfriend, how do you want to handle it? I don't want to. I, I like that's my biggest fear. Okay, but I don't, don't want to be alone for it. Like, what do you mean? How do I want to handle it? Like, I want to resolve it and find one. Okay, but that's not happening right now. So what do you want to do about it right now? How do you want to handle it right now? Find, do- a way, find a way to make it happen. Like, what do you mean? How do you want to handle it right now? What, what can you do right now? How do you want to handle this? I want to do everything I can to make it happen. Okay. So you want to do everything you can to make it happen. But that's not what I'm asking. That's not the question. Well, what are my options and how I can handle this? Because I don't like this. Okay. But if you don't like it, so how about finding something else you do like that you can put your focus into? How I've do- done that. <laughs> you sound like my client, literally, <laughs> word for word. Okay. So I would say how I want to handle the situation of not having a boyfriend right now is, okay, well, I want to find things for my everyday life that make me happy, that aren't relating to a boyfriend right now. I want to find certain things in my life every day that I can do to work on myself. You don't agree with that? No, I do. No, it's okay if you don't. I'm just... Okay, like me... I, I do, but I know that I felt like, well, like, what's that going to do for me? Like, I felt so defeated mm-hmm. because I, I, like, I'm like, yeah, like, I can go learn, uh, pick up a new hobby and, like, go do other things. But I, I completely agree. Like, you have to make yourself happy and not put all of your eggs in the boyfriend basket because getting a boyfriend is not going to solve all of your problems in life. You have to be a happy whole person and fill up your cup with so many other things. Right. I agree. But I know I felt like, well, what's the point if I don't have, like, I I always felt like I want to do things with somebody I love. I have so much love to give and I want to share all of that with somebody and I want to support somebody and I want to find things that I love to do with somebody that I love. Okay. Why does that have to be a boyfriend? If that's, uh, seriously. Because I, I won't. I, I get that you want that. We all want things in life that we 
don't have at this current timeline. But if that's what you're earning for and that's what you're desiring right now, maybe if you put that energy and that you have that love to give into a friend Mm -hmm. or a sibling, maybe your mind, (laughs) maybe yourself, maybe your mind won't be so focused on looking for that boyfriend and you won't be dying for it every day. This like really set me back emotionally like years. Like I feel so, – I, I feel – like the, this ring isn't on my finger in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> this exercise is really Setting got me worked back. up and like I feel tense. You feel tense. Yeah. Okay. What are possible outcomes that are positive of you not having a boyfriend right now? I – can be selfish. I don't have to think of anybody but myself when planning things. Mm-hmm. I don't have to share my space with somebody mm-hmm. if I don't want to. I get the whole bed and I can sprawl out and that's awesome. I can travel with friends. Without, and on your own timeline. On my own timeline. A lot of things. There's a lot of possible outcomes that are positive that come from your quote unquote biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Right. So the last thing is, how much control do you have in that situation? I can't control getting a boyfriend or not tomorrow, but I can control like what I do with my time and where I put my energy towards. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can control like, hey, if I'm on all the dating apps and I'm trying to meet all the people, like take the time to reflect. Okay, well, what isn't working on mm-hmm. this dating app? Am I going to the wrong places? It's just, it's a time to reflect on, okay, well, let's just take a minute and figure out what isn't working for me in this time and what control do I have over that and what can I do going forward? Can I switch back to Alana now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you <laughs> Also, like, dating is so fun. Like, we were swiping through someone else's hinge yesterday with them and we were like, oh my God, like, we missed this. 100%. Like, this is so fun and it's so cool that you just get to go meet people and have conversations and they're, like... Dating should be fun. No matter how much you want to find a partner, like dating can be really fun if you let it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to suck. You're going to get rejected. You're going to get ghosted. People are shitty and there's going to be awkward pauses and you're going to like meet somebody and in the first five minutes know that you don't want to waste your time for the next hour. But like have fun with it. Have fun. <laughs> and I think like, you know, you think of, oh, your worst fear of I'm never going to find anyone. But like. How how actual probable is that going to happen? And what control do you have of it? And what control do you have in yourself? Mm-hmm. Again, everyone is on their own timeline and there's no rush. In if we're talking about dating here, enjoy it. Yeah. Find the parts of the of dating that you actually enjoy because once you meet someone, once you're engaged, once you get married, like are you really going to get to enjoy that again? Right. Like find also find the parts of your independence yeah. that you love. The fact that you can go plan a trip and don't have to, like, check over your schedule with your partners or I can't go away without making sure that, like, I either can take Barkley with me, have a friend to watch Barkley, or that, like, Jake can change his work schedule to Mm -hmm. make it work with watching Barkley. Yeah. There's a lot. And every year, you just get more and more responsibility Mm -hmm. and, like, more and more restricted. So enjoy. Enjoy Enjoy this time of your life where you get to be completely selfish and the only person that you need to make happy as yourself. And that is what you can control. Mm-hmm. You can control how you make yourself happy. Yeah. You can't control when your boyfriend is coming into play. So stop focusing so much on that and just focus on you doing you and your time will come. 
Also, I hated this phrase, hated this phrase, and I still hate it. We've all heard the phrase, you'll find someone when you least expect it. I don't think it's that you'll find someone when you least expect it. I think it's that you'll find someone when you stop putting so much pressure on finding someone. Mm-hmm. It's not when you stop looking. It's when you stop saying, I need to find someone. And you start saying, like, I'm great on my own. And I have so much to offer. And maybe someone will see that. And if they do, great. They'll be like the cherry on top to my already pretty complete whole life. And if they don't, that's OK, because I'm awesome and I'm going to be OK. Exactly. I, I agree 100% with that phrase, like with how you just explained yeah. that. It's not about finding someone when you least expect it or not trying. It's you're just not putting so much pressure on yourself to find it. And your brain isn't hyper-focusing on it. And you get to sit back and relax and be yourself. Like I, I've seen friends. I know someone who met somebody that they ended up dating for a while while they were in another city on a bachelorette party because they were not – thinking about meeting someone. They were just at a bar being their silly, most authentic Mm -hmm. self, and somebody saw that and was attracted to that. And sometimes when all you're doing is looking for your perfect person, you're going on that date almost putting on an act Mm -hmm. because you're putting so much pressure on, I need to make sure that I'm showing up the best possible way. Don't want to waste the state, want it to go well. I've already tried on his last name with my first name. And so true that energy comes off way more than you can imagine it does and someone can see that so if you're just taking the pressure off and again understanding that the only control you have in this situation is finding happiness with yourself and not worrying so much on that external fact you will show up to that date so much more relaxed Mm -hmm. and yourself absolutely and that energy is addicting 100 so wow would you you hated that I'm it so was really sorry. uncomfortable. I'm it was sorry. Really uncomfortable. No, it it was only uncomfortable because I that that is that, that is literally how my brain worked for so many years. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I felt. That's exactly what I thought, and I hate that that was my mindset. I really do. I feel so sad for younger yeah. me because I had such an I had so many opportunities around me. There was so much I could have enjoyed more. Like there's so much I wish. I did instead of just focusing and, and worrying about my dating life. And mm-hmm. I wish I could go back and shake younger me and just say, like, enjoy this time. You're going to be okay. You are deserving of love. You will find it. But right now, just be happy and enjoy where you're at. Yeah, and I, I get a lot of pushback when I try to ask these questions because people say exactly what you said. Well, I want it. I want yeah. a boyfriend now. That's what I want. Also, people hate hearing it from us because we're now engaged. In, yeah. But, but we weren't all like, trust, like, we have been, like, trust me, we were there. And I just, I wish we could go back and go about it so differently. And we can't, but that's why we're here to talk about it. And that's why we mm-hmm. want to have these conversations because there was nobody telling us these things. Yeah. And we really needed to hear it. The two of us get a lot of pushback and hate when we talk about dating because we're engaged and we haven't been in the dating game. Well, we were dating. Trust me, we went through the ringer. We went through all of it. What makes you think that we didn't have hard times when dating just because we're engaged? Mm-hmm. We've been through it all. That's all. why we want to share that, look, there's the other side of it. Here's the other side of it. And here are the mistakes we made. And yes, I fully believe like everyone should make their own mistakes and learn from them. But also, if we could tell you things that we wish we did differently or things that we mindsets that we wish we could have had that would have helped us and spared us pain and heartbreak we're going to do that 
And you don't have to listen to everything that we say. You don't have to listen to anything we say, but know that it's coming from a place of we wish we could tell this to our younger selves. Mm -hmm. We can't, so we're telling it to you. Yeah. And we're engaged because of the mistakes and the shit we learned along the way. Mm -hmm. So it all gets better, everybody dating out there. It does. Whoever's whoever's not (laughs) having a good time dating, it gets better. You're going to be okay. Yes. Would you rather? Yes. All right. Do you want to ask them this time? Sure. Okay. Would you rather find a rat in your kitchen or a roach in your bed? Oh, I hate you. A thousand percent a rat in the kitchen. Yeah, a thousand percent. Oh, my God. I'd rather find a rat over a roach any day, actually. Same. Same. But I don't know if I'd want a rat in my bed. No, I don't want anything in my bed. bed, Yeah. I, I do sometimes laugh and I'm like... There is a wild animal in my bed right now with Barkley. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is. Yeah, he is. an animal. He is an animal. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you could have a pet rat. I could. (laughs) Some people do. Yeah. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Um, Okay. Would you rather walk to work in heels or drive to work in reverse? Well, that's just dangerous. I I wouldn't make it. So, okay. Here's how how high are the heels? I'm going to go with really high. I wouldn't make it to work. Okay, but I'm sorry. You can drive in reverse. Slowly. That's just, but not all not all the How other cars. How far is our commute? But not all the other cars are driving in reverse, so you're going to hit someone. Well, I would go in the other lane. That's even the, worse. The direction that I'm going in. Let's say there are no other cars on the street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say four-inch heels, a mile, no other cars on the street, five miles, done i'd rather drive in reverse even if it was like an hour-long drive i'd rather i i would not make it to, you don't understand i can't walk in heels yeah, i no, can't I do it them. i hate i can't them. do it i like don't even want to wear heels in my wedding like i'll be in like two inch maybe max as soon as i can put sneakers on i'm Same. putting sneakers on i'm hoping i can make it through my first dance in heels just because like it'll look pretty yeah that you probably but should i don't know if i can i'm, I'm mostly worried about standing for hours taking pictures first in mm-hmm. heels, yeah, like, that's gonna break me. And then having to like walk down the aisle and go through yeah, the whole wedding. That's what's gonna yeah, break me. That's gonna be tough. Wait, this is a funny one. Okay, would you rather take amazing selfies but look terrible in all other photos, or be photogenic, photogenic everywhere but your selfies? So you can't take, you wouldn't look good in your selfies. I'd rather be photogenic everywhere I but think my me selfies. Too. Me too. I, I don't even like. How I look in selfies more, more like more than not. I remember the first my first experience with selfies. I was probably in like eighth grade or sixth grade or something, and my oldest brother Andrew, who's four years older than me, had a phone, and he had the first phone that had a rotating camera, mm. and so it was like the back camera, but you could actually rotate it to the front and take a front picture, and it was the craziest thing in the world. I can't even picture that. Like it that was, phone. I can't, yeah, I can't picture that. It was crazy. Okay. That's all we have. That's all we got. (laughs) That's all we got. Guys. You do the outro. No, I just want to, again, like, thank everyone. I don't know if we say it enough. I don't know if we say it too much, but. I think we say it too much. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but, like, in the best way possible. We just. But I like saying it because I want people to understand how much it means to us. Like, this is so special. Yeah. And I love it so much. And just thank you guys for sending in your questions. Thank you guys. You guys are so 
like letting us know in the DMs how like how you feel about yeah. things and just like we feel like you guys are our friends and we feel like yeah we feel like you're our full on friends yeah and also like we get starstruck when you guys DM us yeah like I hope you realize that mm-hmm. um so please keep DMing us please keep sending in questions topic requests sending us monkey emojis if you're listening to the podcast please keep sending episodes to friends sharing on your story and of course any where you want to find us you can find us we can we have all episodes full youtube yes full length on youtube we're on youtube we're on youtube so just search life in progress podcast carly and alana um you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at it's life in progress you can follow carly at carly r silverman everywhere you can follow me at alana.done and don't forget to rate review give us five star ratings it takes you guys two seconds and then when people come and potentially check out the podcast then they'll be like oh wow there's so many five star ratings people love carly and alana <laughs> they Maybe must be doing i would right. love carly and alana too i'm gonna listen to the podcast and then they will also love us and send us monkey emojis so thank you guys we love you so much and we will see you next time and again let us know what you want to hear let us know we we want to help us help you help us help you this is for you <laughs> okay bye bye yay we did it